Hey, parent business owners, welcome to the Momentum Accountability Podcast. Today, I've brought Anthony Trucks from Identity Shift to talk about how you can operate at your highest level to level up your life and your business. So let's get started. How can you build and scale your business while raising kids at home, maintaining your sanity, and making a big impact in the world, even when schedules are super busy and you feel like you're being pulled in a million directions? How is it you can stay motivated and not lose yourself or why you started your business in the first place? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. I'm Nettie Owens, and welcome to the Momentum Accountability Podcast. Anthony, welcome to the show. So glad to have you here. Tell us all, who are you, what do you do, and how do you serve the world? Yeah, my name is uh, Anthony Trucks, former NFL athlete, American Ninja Warrior, speaker, author, coach, and founder of Identity Shift. And we do just what you said. We help people learn to operate at their highest levels so they can actually take their life and their business to a new level. Uh, Because we all know there's things we're supposed to do. We don't always do them. And it's typically because we don't operate consistently in a manner that brings the consistent results we desire. You are absolutely speaking my language, and I cannot wait to share your story uh, with our listeners here today. So now, um, where are you based out of? And um, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I live in the East San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, I'm a a Bay Area native. I live in a town called Walnut Creek, Uh, and I grew up here, actually, in this same area. I grew up in a town called Antioch. Went to college, University of Oregon, played in the NFL, had a bunch of craziness in life happen. Ended up back here at my high school sweetheart, three kids, and uh, we live life here. <laughs> awesome. I love that you got that whole synopsis in like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I've, done a, I've done a lot of these conversations. So that's yeah. the end of the day, I'm not here for me. I'm here to make sure people get something great from our time. So get past awesome. the stuff about me so I can get to them. Awesome. And you have, like, you've, you've definitely nailed it. And I know what you're going to share today will absolutely touch hearts um, and, and for people that need to hear your message. So we're just going to jump in. We are continuing our discussion on this podcast, our theme of life adventures that have turned into business lessons. And what you were sharing with me before we started here was something that happened a long time ago. Um, back when you were a teenager. So set the stage for us. Tell us what was going on at that time and, um, and what happened. Yeah, so if you go back, uh, back to I was you know, three years old, I was given into foster care by my mom. Uh, it started my life not feeling like I was very, very loved or worthwhile. And for us human beings, not having that acceptance kind of, kind of sucks. And so you know, fast forward a couple of years, I've been through a lot of tragedy and abuse and just different issues that have had happened in life. I, I have shipped also, it's kind of a cool little platform. Um, and so I have a, a whole lot of things happen. And so when I get to the point of, you know, six years old, I'm dropping this family, which is my family to this day. But uniquely, I'm the only black kid in all white family. So I'm trying to navigate really who I am because my work's really rooted in identity. And I've experienced a lot of it and kind of gone through crazy from different aspects of life. What happens is I finally go, you know, through a lot of you know, years of being in foster care, but get adopted at 14. So 14 years old for the first time, like I know that this pillow I woke up on, I get to go to sleep on. For the first time in my life, like I know it, I get the sense of, you know, self for the first time, but this is just at home. Like the world's still a different monster out there. At home is one thing, out in the world's a little bit different because society hasn't told me for my entire life that I matter. And so I'm like, I want to go try this thing that I want to be good at that looks amazing. And it was football. So I go out and I try my first year of football. And like a lot of us, I was met with the realization that I suck at this thing I want to do. <laughs> like 
it, whether it's, you know, I do this podcast or I want to be a business owner, I met with the first realization of, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. And it feels bad. And most of us will not subject ourselves to that pain again. And so, you know, I kind of went through the season that wasn't that great. And I was like, I don't know. I'll try to get next year. So another year goes by. I still have this, this balance and juggling effect of like, where do I fit in the world? Do I belong in this space? You know, trying to be a football player, just like business. Do I belong here? Am I supposed to be? Is this a place? I'm, you know, and so I feel uncomfortable. I see everybody else being amazing and successful. And like, that's not me yet. So I go the next year freshman year of high school and I have three games where I'm killing it. I'm catching football, scoring touchdowns. And then one game I dropped three touchdowns mm. and I fail. And mm. the next day at practice, one of the, my teammates made fun of me and I shut down. Like this is the same if like you start the business, you try it out. Someone says your product sucks and you shut down. And right. I shut down, man. And in my head, like, you know, at the same time, my mom had been diagnosed with MS, uh, my adoptive mom. So like the, my dad's focus there, my brother went up to the military. So it's kind of like me floating. I have no solidarity, no base. And in my head, I was like, Anthony, you're a former foster kid. You don't, you don't deserve very much. Like this is, you're just lucky to have this. And, and statistically, I didn't know this, but any prison in America, 75% of the inmates are former foster kids. Uh, if you go, you know, the homeless population, 50 plus percent of the homeless population spent foster care, time in foster care like me. Less than 1% of foster kids like me ever graduate college. So like, I'm not set up to do well. And I'm sitting in Mr. Howell's English class. It was uh, more fresh, sorry, fresh year. And I'm in the right opposite desk. I already checked out of school because I'm like, I'm not going to do much. So I put this black park over my head. I just eat cereal in the morning. I kind of hang out. And there's these two girls sitting next to me in this love seat. And they're talking to each other. No idea. I'm listening. And one girl says to the other girl, something that was an amazing gift for me. She says, well, the reason I'm so bad is because I'm in foster care. And, and most people be like, ah, what's, what's that, man? What, that doesn't make sense. But hey, here's what it was. It was the first time I heard my excuse out loud and how stupid it sounded. I was like, that's a really bad excuse for me about to just let my life drift off into the abyss and not take the next action or do something. And a lot of us, sometimes we don't get to hear the excuse we have on our head for why we're not doing well in business, right? You tell us something like, oh, the industry is just, it's changing or there's, you know, the economy is bad and, you know, there's too many people in that space. Like these excuses that if somebody heard you, they'd be like, seriously, Bob, really? Like, Susan, are you, are you for sure? So you have these, these conversations, like I heard out loud and I went home and man, it unsettled me. Like, I just, the rest of the day, I remember having these thoughts of like, that's weird. Like, I'm going to let that be the reason I'm not doing anything. So I went home, 15 years old, and I really had this moment. I'm not even making this up. I'm sitting on my bed, and I had this mirror that was like at head level. So if I stood up, I could see the mirror. I could see myself in it. And I used to brush my hair because I had a little bit longer hair back then. <laughs> and so, so I remember <laughs> brushing my hair. that I, on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> can't see, but I have, I have very short hair, people. Uh, and so I look at myself in the pupils, like literally in my eyes, and I say, Anthony, you're going to be great. And it was that, that was the simple thing that was very powerful because for me, it's like I, I'd finally made this decision to myself for myself. And I wasn't going to let the conversations creep in and sneak in. And so what it was, it, it really trickled into the rest of my life. Like, I, you know, I was able to get a college scholarship, play in the NFL, open businesses, be on TV shows, like coach people now, a whole lot of different stuff I do. But it all came to the moment of me finally just making the decision to be great. Because sometimes we say we want to, but we haven't made the decision. And when you make the decision, you take different actions. And so what I did is I had this weird thing happen at 15 that gave me a choice that, that had to follow with actions. 
And these actions ended up becoming a thing that changed my life and eventually turned into athletics and into business and into parenting and, and everything. So the way I look at my life is I have to make decisions and it's not a decision to do something. It's a decision to be that person. And that's where a lot of my work dials in is like, I'm, I'm working on people. When I say how to be able to operate your highest level, it's from a core root foundation of you becoming the human being that does that because that's how I operate in my life. And it's, it's become something great so far. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> and I think for me, I mean, and for everybody listening here, everyone has that. Everyone has that capability. Everyone has been gifted with that opportunity to be something amazing. Your version of it looks different than your neighbors. And um, when we were talking before, you said, you know, this wasn't a matter of becoming great in comparison to your classmates, becoming the greatest, you know, uh, person in comparison to anybody else. It was, it was yeah. your greatness yeah, that you were trying version. to uncover. Have to because if you don't set your own scale for what's great for you, you'll never find great because you'll always let the world tell you what you're great is not as great. Like it's a weird. If I, if I take the world scale, it sucks because then like I'm going off this thing always changing. Billionaires want more money, right? So it's in my back because I don't want a billion dollars. So it's weird. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna make my own scale of what's great. So even when I achieve that, you tell me it's not great. I in my heart know it's great. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And no one's left, you know, no one is left untouched by this, uh, by this opportunity to have that and, and to uncover it for themselves. So, and that's something that you help people do in your work is really to reflect that back to help them uncover their, their greatness. So tell us a little bit, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, if they heard this and they're like, whoa, uh, yeah, that's the Kool-Aid I need to drink. Yeah. What do they do to get in touch with you? Well, the biggest thing is, is first you have to make a decision, right? Like decide that, <laughs> hey, I, I do want to, to get that next level. Because again, people may want it, but you got to decide like, okay, I want that. Because when you make the choice, you'll start doing things to make that choice become a reality. So when people are looking at that, they reach out. And, and for me, it's, it's going through a process we have uh, within the company's frameworks and, and courses we created that allow people to walk step-by-step step through architecting and activating their ideal identity which is the person that will operate at that higher level without a bunch of resistance and frustration. Because when I tell someone like, hey, you got to do X, Y, and Z, it's met with this internal like, oh my gosh, that's a lot, overwhelm, right? I got right. family, I got kids, you know, I got my wife, I got all this stuff going on, but like, oh, I can't. And so what I do is say, that's great, you got all that stuff, but is that excuse bigger than your dream? Because if it is, then it will always be an excuse, never reach your dream. And so like, no, it's not. I walk them through a process to architect the actions of what that identity does and help us shift into it. Like literally like, not change, because change mm -hmm. is heavy. Shift, small little things that over time become, the, the, what, what overwhelms you becomes like your typical Tuesday morning. When you get to that level, right. that's how success becomes your second nature. And that's, uh, and that's really what you were talking about, um, mm -hmm. is just making it so that that's the default mode, right? The default yeah. mode is, is at this higher level. Exactly. When you have a high, because we're all at a default mode now and you press the button as an output, but the output's not output, the money you want, the time you want, the peace you want, the body you want. But what if you had that same level of, of emotion, but you output higher? Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you, when you shift to a higher level because you just adapt. When right. you adapt to a higher level, you feel the same, almost more ease. It's called effortless effort, I call it. When my effortless effort is operating at a higher level, I'm feeling the same inside, but I got more money, more time, more freedom. I feel better in my body. And that's what I help people attain. 
Amazing. And I, I'm sure like you've got everybody wrapped, like, <laughs> okay, tell me more. Right. So where, where can they reach you if they want to know uh, how to, yeah. how to walk through that process? Anywhere that's any, almost any social media platform. I spend the majority of my time on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I do live streams and coach on there and do a lot of stuff live, create a lot of content podcast uh, or anthonytrucks.com. Or if you want to figure out whether you have a slow or go identity, you can go or slow or go.co as a whole nother little nugget to unpack there. Awesome. Well, we'll drop those links in the description. So if you're looking for that, don't try and write it down while you're driving. Just come back to it and you can click on the links in the description um, later. Yeah. So we're always talking to, uh, to parents who are trying to balance business and family. Do you have, a, mm -hmm. do you have an aha, something that's really stuck out for you? Any big advice uh, to do yeah. this balance? Um, so I, I'm really big on, uh, I have a phenomenal structure. I actually have a planner called a GPS planner I created. Um, but my wife and I have business meetings. Like mm -hmm. we sit down on Sundays and we sit down and structure like, what does our life look like this upcoming week or two weeks? Uh, cause most people try to run their business around the family, not with the family. So I have, a, I, have kid, I have three kids that are in five sports. Like they, we have lacrosse, flag football, soccer, track and swimming between three children. And my wife is actually running collegiate track right now. She got her master's but didn't do sports, so she's running track right now. So I have three kids and one adult playing five sports. <laughs> so, and we all, my wife also has three businesses, and I have two, and so it's consistent operation. And so realistically, it's we just have a business meeting, sit down and structure, and then we, we just we have to go back and forth, and I do a lot of compromising. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do not believe that, that it's enough for me to, if I'm going to fight a battle, because it needs need an argument, it better be something that really moves the needle. It can't be because I have a podcast or, um, you know, someone wants me to go and hang out at the coffee shop, you know, like it's, no, no, if, if I'm going to be doing that, it's going to set, you know, compromise this thing going on. I, I have to step away. So I'm, I'm very big on being family first and realize that even if I have business success, it is worth nothing if I come home to an angry wife or kids. Great advice. <laughs> and one I think we all need to follow a little bit more. Um, but I love the idea of business meetings and, uh, and, and really applying what you know works in this other realm to your family life. I think oftentimes it gets short shift. So um, I like that you're applying that information, knowledge, skills um, in another way that's going to give you a better life balance overall. So thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. Um, you're welcome. I'm so glad that, uh, that this fit into your schedule that you came on to share with us today. If you've gained value from this podcast, please be sure to take a screenshot, share it, tag someone you know that could truly benefit. And uh, we're happy uh, to hear your feedback. What did you learn? What, did, what are you going to apply in, uh, in your life today? Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. What would it be like if you could find a way to grow your business and be available for your family? It may seem impossible now, but I would love to share the nine principles of sustainable business and life success. I talk about them in my book, The Roadmap to Freedom. You can grab this resource and more tools to help you manage your time, increase your revenue, take action on what you know, and still be a great parent. Just text the word FREEDOM to 411321. That's freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 411321. You've got this. Valuable periodic updates will be sent to you by Optinum. Message and data rates may apply. For help texting, call 908-588-7007. You can always text STOP to 411-321 to stop receiving updates.